along with Duke Ellington and uh, Count Basie and others, my mother also liked to listen to opera. And so I remember being a real fan of Renata Tabaldi when I was four. And a lot of people don't even know who she was, but oh, I just thought she was fantastic. You also mentioned to me once that you were a transistor sister. I think I know what that means, but can you explain what you mean by that? Okay, transistor sister. So I've always tied radio in with my music. And um, mom gave me the radio that her dad had given her. And this was a wonderful old tube radio. Well, eventually... I had to give up that old tube radio, but my grandfather came through and he gave me a channel master, state-of-the-art transistor radio. It had a leather cover and everything, took those really big batteries, but I could put that under my pillow at night and I could listen to clear channel radio under my pillow and listen to this music from everywhere. Now that transistor radio is the one I took to vacation on Lake Erie where I'd hear CKLW just booming across the water. CKLW. And the hits just keep on coming. CKLW. And that began my early love affair with Detroit music through Motown. How, how, how was I supposed to know that those were jazz musicians behind the great singers? Um, but that's really where the love of Detroit music began. Transistor Sister. Linda Yan is Sunday evening host of the Swing Set at 7 p.m. on WRCJ. I'm speaking to her about her life in music and broadcasting. And as with our other two local jazz hosts, Maxine Michaels and John Penny, I'm asking you for kind of a top five, top influences in your music and broadcasting life. And I was fascinated to see your list of five that I hope we can run through right now. Of the first person you put on your your list, you defined as beyond category, and I would definitely agree with that. Well, it's Duke Ellington, and you take his body of work from the Cotton Club era, and then you move into the 30s and 40s, where the music took on a greater sense of sophistication, and the music took on a greater sense of consciousness of the black community. And Duke Ellington recording uh, and performing in Carnegie Hall. And then into the 50s, you know, where it's even more sophisticated. It becomes mainstream. It's popular music. And then an era that 
totally continues to fascinate me is the era of the 1970s and the sacred music concerts. Those things are incredible. Number two on your list, Linda, I could relate to this because you said at first I really, as a a, a young kind of um, rebellious person, you didn't at first understand the music and maybe the pure emotion that you have to experience of Louis Armstrong. Right. I, you know, I, and, it, and it's true. When I first heard Louis Armstrong or say I'm in my 20s, I'm thinking, ah, oh, she's just an entertainer. But then if you really spend the time and then you listen to the way Lewis chose the notes and it's not so much even the notes it's what's in between the notes and the rest and the air and Lewis's persona then it makes perfect sense the evening breeze erased the trees tenderly Trembling trees embrace the breeze tenderly. Then you and I came wandering by and lost in the sight. Were we? Oh, the shows were kissed by the mist tenderly. Papa did I can't forget our two hearts met tenderly. Papa dotted your arms open wide. And close me inside You took my chops Way from bops Tenderly Louis Armstrong Is international royalty And there is a reason That Louis Armstrong Was chosen first To be among The jazz ambassadors And to take America's music to the world, uh, courtesy of the State Department in the 1950s as a real peaceful gesture. And he did it, and he made a difference musically for the world. And everybody, kids, grandmothers, everybody loved Louis Armstrong. And didn't he at first hesitate or speak out about his ambassadorship because of the way black people were being treated in this country? Yes, he did. Um, he wasn't sure that he was going to do it. But um, the State Department assured him that he could speak his piece could speak his mind for all humanity. And so he did. This is Peter War for WRCJ. I'm speaking with 
Linda Yan, host of The Swing Set on Sunday nights. And we're talking about her life in broadcasting and jazz music. And some of the top influences, we're talking about some of the great artists that have been important uh, throughout her life and career. We come to the third on your list, uh, talk about pure emotion, Billie Holiday, a person um, that you call of utmost integrity and someone willing to really bear her soul. So early in the discovery, I bought some Billie Holiday albums and I was just knocked out. I didn't quite know what to make of it, um, but just knocked out. So we uh, didn't talk about my Columbus, Ohio experience. I'm going to drop, bring that in right now. So I was trying to decide whether or not I was going to do radio or whether I was going to be a singer. And I was taking voice lessons. And I had a great teacher, an opera singer named Michelle Horsfield Carney, but she had an appreciation for jazz too. So I brought this book, and I still have the book of Billie Holiday songs. And she chose some unusual ones for me to sing. And she said, learn these. What were those songs? Uh, one of them was Mean to Me. You're mean to me. Why must you be mean to me? Gee, honey, it seems to me you love to see me crying. Another was Don't Explain. Hush now, don't explain Just say you'll remain By her telling me to choose some different material from Billie Holiday, I then had to go and get different records. And I learned, like Louis Armstrong and Duke Ellington, that there are different periods in Billie Holiday's life. And at the very end, her instrument, her voice, is probably a range of, I'd say, eight, nine notes at the most. But she, like Louis Armstrong, made the most of each note. And she just controlled it and then let it go. Speaking of the song Mean to Me, I, I think of this next artist uh, who sang this throughout her career. I remember hearing a recording of her uh, early in her career when Dizzy Gillespie had one of his early big bands. And that's Sarah Vaughn, who's also mm -hmm. on your list. What is it about her musical instincts that appealed to you? You don't and I'm left alone singing the blues and crying. Sarah Vaughn, like my mother, could have gone on and been an opera singer. And Sarah Vaughn, like my mom, came up in the church first. So Sarah Vaughn could have stayed there, but Sarah Vaughn was not happy to be told what to do. She was going to carve out 
her own path. And that she did. And what's so amazing about Sarah Vaughan and anybody who's tried to sing professionally will say that Sarah Vaughan just had it. Natural breath control um, and uh, the way she could just breathe and keep a note going and yet communicate on a really raw and and sometimes warm and funny and funky emotional level. So she was a consummate musician physically and that's what you are when you're singing. You are the instrument and she was consummate at it and yet she also got over. She swung like crazy when she needed the band to do that. She was sassy and she was sexy and she was in charge. You always call me whenever somebody is near It must be musician on your list is really somebody with the most Detroit of roots. Yes. And actually, that's not a political ploy on my part. Yusuf Latif is really important to me. In uh, 1971, I was a sophomore and I was uh, working in the bookstore and we had a little stack of cutout records. In Columbus? Yeah. And um, stack with what we call cutout records. So again, I'm showing my age here. Boy, cutout records. And you could get a full LP for 99 cents. And I bought a bunch and came across this one. Um, the diverse Yusef Latif. Looked at him, thought, hey, 99 cents. What do I have to lose? Took this record back to the room And when I heard him play Just a Lucky So-and-So, I think it was, on oboe, I was flabbergasted. jazz on oboe and then to hear the Middle Eastern musical influences this was something really new and different for me and so I began to just buy Yusuf Latif records my mother had never heard of this guy but I asked for Yusuf Latif records for Christmas Thanks, Linda. Linda Yan hosts the Swing Set Sunday nights at 7 on WRCJ. Thanks for sharing your stories and some of your favorites with us. Oh, you're welcome, Peter. For WRCJ, I'm Peter Wolf.